0: Hello everyone, this is Debbie Happy Cohen. I'm the founder of Joy-Based Living and you're listening to a podcast called Mine. It's about reclaiming your time, your energy, and your life. Today I want to talk about secure attachment. This is a word that comes up in psychology and people who understand that they don't feel securely attached, are seeking secure attachment, and maybe going to get help um, from a therapist or somebody like that to find that sense of secure attachment. I think what I want to bring to the table today is not going to be like all encompassing. I just want to bring a facet to it to give you a sense of clarity, to give you a sense of hope, um, to give you a sense of strength about the topic so that you can infuse yourself with a, a new level of awareness if you're on that path. Um, so when we're babies, we seek secure attachment. And in fact, um, like the the studies of babies who were like in an orphanage, if they were fed and clothed, but they were not held, they actually died. So, you know, and you see older people in homes, if they're, if they don't have like a reason to live, they get sick and die. And that reason to live feels like secure attachment with other human beings. So let's say when you were little, you didn't receive enough secure attachment or you, your secure attachment, your sense of secure attachment was harmed in some way. Does that mean it's too late for you? oh my gosh, absolutely not. You're here listening to this conversation, which takes courage to begin with. I was going to just use some F-bombs. I haven't been using F-bombs on this co- podcast, even though I have it um, listed under explicit, but I don't know why. Anyway, um, when you, if you were a young child and you didn't receive enough secure attachment or your sense of secure attachment was harmed in some way, what I have found is two things. Number one, I found it important for my life. I'm gonna tell you my experience and then you can make it your own to the best of your ability So, uh, if you want to. My experience is that I wanted secure attachment with other people so I could develop it in myself because I can't do it in a vacuum. I wanted a deeper sense of secure attachment with other people um, who, who would join me in creating healthy attachments with each other. Now, this is not the Buddhist idea of attachment. That's a different thing. Here, we're talking about psychological attachment and attunement that babies need. Gabor Mate talks about this a lot in his books on addiction and on ADD. And so he's like babies need attachment and attunement is what he the the words that he uses and I love that. And so I literally created a community and structures for that community to to have a sense of secure attachment with other people and not just with me with them and a sense of reciprocity with me with them. But I wanted them around me to have a sense of secure attachment with each other. And so I put together structures for that so that I could have a reason to wake up in the morning. Because honestly, if I just woke up in the morning by myself and just, you know, was in touch with the news that's out there, it would be so depressing. Or to know that other people had this sense of, you know, connection and I didn't. Um, I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent. I'm going to stop. So come back. Uh, attachment and attunement with other people. And then I created the structure in a way that other people could create it for themselves. So that I would wake up every day and the people around me would, number one, have a sense of feeling a greater sense of healthy, secure attachment, and that they could create that with other people in their lives as well, which means... A healthier sense of embodiment, which means a healthier sense of uh, setting boundaries, which means a healthier sense of knowing uh, what kind of life you want to create for yourself. You know, like one of the questions we ask ourselves a lot is, you know, if I could have it all my way, what would I love to experience? Um, If you could have it all your way, what would you love to experience? And then providing a sense of mm, conscious embodied listening to whatever shows up. What would you love to experience? And honoring that, that's a question that the rest of the world isn't going to ask you. Your boss isn't going to ask you that. Um, If you have a really good spouse, they'll ask you that. A really good best friend will ask you that. But it's so much not part of our culture that it's going to be unlikely that you're asked. And so make a point to ask yourself that question What would I love to experience? And if you're listening to this, you're, you're wanting, one of the things you're wanting is to feel a deeper sense of attunement and attachment. So one thing I want you to know about it is I want you to know that that sense of secure attachment lives in you, which is why it feels painful when you don't experience it. So I want you to know that it's natural to you and that there's part of you that knows what it feels like. Um, I like the phrase relatedness without agenda. Um, One of my group members at Joy-Based Living says, oh my gosh, there's so much tenderness here. She said, I've been grappling to look for the right word to describe this. She's like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah, because there's no agenda other than experiencing ourselves as fully and truly and truthfully as possible and holding space for each other to do that. And so, so that's the first thing I want you to know is that you can experience that with yourself and the emotional sense of attunement and attachment with yourself. I don't know another way to achieve that other than in relationship with other people who want it because I don't know that it's possible to taste it all by yourself, never having tasted it with another person. So, um, the hope I want you to feel or the feeling I want you to feel of encouragement and optimism is a sense of, yeah, inside of me is a knowing of what attunement and attachment feels like. And because of that, I know when it's not there. And that's why I'm searching. And because of that, I can seek solutions and I'll know when it feels right. And because of that, it means I can trust myself. That's exciting. So all that is kind of part one, like, it is possible. It's in you. Seek relationships that have it. And and I am bringing up again the 12 practices that I have created as a structure for myself. And they're available for you at joybasedliving.com. You can find them there. Um, and you can apply them to your own life and see. Let me know how it works. I love hearing from people about how they're doing with the practices. Um, and I love hearing questions and challenges. Love, love, love. The second piece is having a spiritual life that really works for you like one of our members loves playing drums outside with two her big rocks in her garden. She's got huge ro- like boulders, okay? So she's like these pe- these people these 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 rocks, these boulders she calls them her goddess rocks. They've been here for thousands of years. When's the last time someone played drums for them? And I'm like, "Oh my god, that is so beautiful." And that's a very to me that's a very active alive sense of attunement and attachment with the nature. And I'm using that as a first example because there's so much drama in our world around the word God or source or universe. People even said to me at one class that I taught, um, I don't like it that you're using the word universe. We're at a church. And I'm like, I really don't care because I don't think that God cares if God is called a God or a frog And then a frog jumped into my car the next day when my car doors were closed and I opened the door and it was like sitting on my dashboard and I was like, ha. Um, So what I'm saying is whatever works for you in terms of feeling in touch with that larger sense of mystery that you come from something bigger and therefore you are securely attached to that something bigger, but it might not feel like it. Because in our culture, we have a tendency in many religions to abuse Abuse, uh, create sp- what I call spiritual abuse. And then people who've been spiritually abused, I see them grow up as adults and then not teach their children uh, a sense of healthy attachment, attunement with God or source because they were abused. But then they're practicing spiritual neglect. And I'm like, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, there's part of you that knows a sense of a connection with a greater mystery. And so I like to give examples that are wider. Like I was, uh, I was, I had as a client at one point, somebody who was a fitness professional and a scientist. And he's like, I don't know if I should take your class because I don't know if I'll fit because I'm a scientist. And I was like, well, let's see, tell me about your connection with, with science, with nature, with the universe. Where does the energy come from uh, that makes the grass grow? And, and after I kept pressing that question, like, but where does the energy come from? Where does the energy come from? He said, um, he said, I believe that, that there's like this big, huge vat of energy and every one of us gets a ladle full. And I was like, that's good enough. So whatever it is for you, like, I have a deep sense of God. I, like, I grew up in a Jewish tradition um, when I tried to release religion from my life, which I did in my early twenties when I was doing a lot of exploration and questioning, I found that some of the Jewish prayers and the Jewish traditions and the Jewish aesthetics like live in my bones. And so, even though I don't go to synagogue and I don't like do the regular practices, it lives in me, and I so appreciate that because um, I, I, I can I have something to come back to. Um, So in myself, that that feels alive and whole and real. And then I studied other things like um, A Course in Miracles and and other things that for me became more of like a lot of mental gyrations. Even though I felt them inside of me, I didn't have, I'm going to go back to the words, attunement and attachment. I didn't experience enough attunement and attachment spiritually um and then i kept seeking spiritually until i did and so i want you to find that for yourself because when you do the, the whole point is that when you have enough attunement and attachment let's say with uh with with a parent as a young child then you grow up to have a sense of trust in the world, in the universe, in life itself. That's the idea. We're going to bridge childhood with adulthood now, right? So what if you're an adult, um, and I'm asking you the question, what would you really love to experience if you could have it all your way? I think that that uh, most people would say, in in part of that answer, I would love to have a deeper sense of trust as I go through my day, because the opposite of trust is fear. Nobody wants to feel fearful all day. And so when you feel a sense of, attunement and attachment in a healthy way inside yourself, um, with yourself, with others, with life force or God, I think that you experience a sense of trust and a greater sense of abundance, um, in life. And that perspective, that perspective will inform all the rest of your behavior. So that is like a core perspective that informs everything else. Kind of wish I would have said that first in this conversation, but that's how conversations unfold, right? So when you're when you are um, exercising the muscle of attunement and attachment by creating more secure attachment in your life with yourself, with others, and with God or source, you are strengthening your muscles of trust, your sense of trust, and your sense of abundance in yourself, in life, and in others. And like in Harry Met Sally movie where she goes, I'll have what she's having. That is a really cool thing to to go for. And I want you to know I'm behind you, supporting you all the way. If you have any questions, reach out to me at Facebook Messenger. Or if there's a part of this conversation that you want me to uh, dive into a little deeper or from a different angle, let me know. I'm, I'm, uh, if I can, I'll you know respond here or respond to you there. So thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next podcast.